This is the final Brew Crew territory of the regular season. Braun and Kratz. And congratulations to the NL Central champions. We knew this was coming, Kratz, but now it is official. And they had a nice little fiesta to celebrate. Champagne is always so much better than anything else than you can try to drink in the offseason when you don't make the playoffs. So <laughs> it's always good to see him celebrate. You'd like to win it on the field and then celebrate. But, hey, anytime a Cubs, Cubs loss puts you in, that definitely puts it over the, over the top. So Rowdy Telez is our guest of the week on Brew Crew Territory. And I want to get right to it because Rowdy was Rowdy. I think that's the best way to put it. And for Sorry. some people that were not aware of our frequent Rowdy conversations, they were like, is he being serious? So let's run it and then we'll comment after the conversation. Well, I'd like to formally introduce America's pitcher joins us right now. Rowdy Telez. He played for Mexico, though. He played for Mexico. Mexico's pitcher. Yeah. The Mexican <laughs> missile. Not the Cuban missile, the Mexican missile. Dude, are, are you yeah, going to be cocky as hell for the next 15 minutes because of what you just performed a few days ago? No, but I know y'all were talking about paying Shohei, so we're just going to have to throw my name in the mix now. <laughs> well, they've got to overpay for you, too. Once you hit free agency, guys are going to have to overpay for you. Teams are going to have to overpay for you. That's just what it yeah. is. But Especially because now you're a two-way star. Mm. Superstar. Su- two-way superstar. Two-way superstar. Yeah. Like, and let's not forget, he... Forever, when they say the 2023 division champion, Milwaukee Brewers, it's going to be a picture of Rowdy throwing the last pitch. Not Burns or Williams or Woodruff or anybody like that. It's going to be Rowdy. Closing it out. I told you, if if you needed someone to lock it down in a high leverage situation, you call the big fella in. Mm-hmm. Did you think about ripping your shirt off to be forever memorialized, memorialized as the man who closed it out? No, I don't. I think that's a little disrespectful at that point. I kind of, okay. if you if you see me celebrate the strikeout, I kind of was like, oh shit, we're up by a couple touchdowns, and I was like, that's not good. <laughs> I okay, kind of like Rowdy. did it. And I was like, yeah, oh wait. Oh. Uh, yeah. Do you do you feel like if you're in a heated arbitration battle in the off season, this could be your secret weapon? Yeah, we'll give you the clip so you could like show it on your phone. And say, oh, well, hold up. You might think you have the edge right now in this ARB hearing. But I do have one more card left up my sleeve. No, oh, yeah. I already told her uh, after the game, I told her GM. I was like, hey, man, paycheck just went up a couple pesos, buddy. We're, <laughs> we're talking big dollars now. Uh, and he kind of looked at me and I was like, dude, I'm being dead serious. Like, I'm, I'm taking this with me. It helps out my war. Not that my war was good at all this year, but... Yeah, but overall, that matters. Yeah. It's all about so putting in the work league. for the team. Did either of you guys ever pitch in the big leagues? Stop. Hey, I was I was good. They didn't pitch. ask good players to pitch. No. They yeah, they don't ask I mean, they, they ask the 26th man on the roster. So I'm not saying that's where you're at right now, Rowdy, <laughs> but uh, I had a lot of I had a lot of outings, and I'm telling you, they weren't asking you to pitch last year when you had 30 pumps, okay, guy? Yeah, I'm just no. I was at, it was a serious question. It wasn't me being sarcastic. Okay, well, this is me being serious. Then you're still two behind me on career punchouts. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was, you, wow. Like, you kind of reared back for those. That was a changeup, dog. Absolute split. See ya. Didn't even see it. That's an yeah, all-star I'll, Brandon Belt. Only year he's an all-star. I struck him out. 
And yeah, I got him to sign that ball. Did you get De La Cruz to sign that ball? Or Sanchez, whoever hit that, struck you struck out? Uh, no, I was going to send him a, a little gift certificate to the local batting cage, but I felt like that would cross <laughs> line, too. <laughs> I'm just mad. Hey, I'm mad at Rowdy because I tweeted at him after his performance, and he didn't respond, one. And then, man, I even, I even threw in a zinger in there. I can't even imagine, dude, that 57-mile-hour slot ball, you thought I would hit that thing so far in Miami? I would have hit off the damn third deck up there in right field, 57-mile-an-hour. That junk <laughs> out of here. This crotch was like 85. Uh, I don't I don't have social media. I was going to say, he's not on Twitter. Where, <laughs> where, where I don't know, there was an out, Rowdy Telez, so there's somebody's got yeah, it. I mean, some dude, they, some dude got tweeted. My agents, <laughs> they're, like, they're just like random, like they're saved. I think my agents have them, but uh, – yeah, I don't I don't use social media, but um I don't think you would have. See really look don't. which one is it? No, uh, I didn't even make the cut on my own show. It's amazing. Look at MLB yeah, Mexico. You you're not that good. Look at MLB Mexico tweeting at you. Yeah, dude, it's because I'm in the La Lomita? Too. Do you even know what El La Lomita means? No, L the <laughs> the, the bonita. <laughs> that was pretty. Um, no, it was it was pretty cool because I thought I was gonna go in for uh, Santana, and then Council's like, "No, dude, we need to bring the big guns in." And I was like, "All right, I'm ready." But Had you, you guys have played in Miami. This? I ran up and down those stairs, and I was exhausted coming back. <laughs> That's how you got loose. When did you learn this was going to happen? And had you talked about this at some point during the season to say, hey, Skip, I'm ready? Well, in spring training, Murph, I was taking early work ground balls, and Murph was, like, at second base trying to catch him. And I was like, Murph, dude, they move a lot. And he was like, no, they don't. I was like, no, dude, I don't know how to throw a straight baseball. They're either going to cut or they're going to sink really bad. And the first one I threw, like, I I thought I was going to blow out his quad. But he caught it, and I was like, dude, no way. And he was like, yeah, I was an athlete once, too. And I was like, dude, it's, this is some real stuff. You get me on the bump, it's going to move. And so, like, for a while, I was advocating it in blowouts, but we had Brasso throw in. And then uh, this year, towards the end, he was like, uh, hey, you might, you might actually get the pitch or one of these. So then I was like, no way, no way. It's not going to happen. And then, like you said, 26 man, um, and I – was like, hey, he was like, hey, you're going to pitch. This is in the seventh. He's like, you're going to pitch the ninth. I ran up and grabbed Wade's glove, and I sat on the bench, locked in. Like, I wanted, I wanted all of it. I was prepared. Nobody talked to you, Status? No. Nope. I did a bullpen co- – or uh, one of our coach, pitching coaches came over, and I was like, hey, man, I'm locked in. Leave me alone. <laughs> did, you think about, I, did, did you think about running out to the bullpen to warm up and then having to run I, back in, or did your fingers start to twitch, getting afraid you would – Get it stuck in the fence going into the bullpen. <laughs> so that joke was made too, so don't think you're original. Um, I did ask if I could go out to the bullpen, and Murph was like, do whatever you want. I don't care. And then I thought, like, more of the integrity of the game. I was like, dude, it looked pretty bad when you're up that much, like, running out of the bullpen. Um, and then one of our players was like, hey, you can't go anywhere near the outfield grass or the fences. Nowhere near them. And I was like, was yeah, it Burns? Yeah, I'll just come out. Of the, I'll come out of the dugout. Was it Burns? No, it was not Burns. He's not that funny. He's he's pretty funny, and he definitely has he has a plethora of Rowdy Telez jokes. He see he likes, it, but he's really quiet in the clubhouse. I actually talked to him about this the other day on the bus. I was like, I was like, hey, how come everybody thinks you're like quiet and kind of like mean? 
And he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, but you talk to me. Everybody comes up to me and they're like, hey, does Burns talk? I'm like, yeah, he talks to me every day. So that's just easy person to talk to, you know. But Burns, Wait. he sometimes is scared. He was the last person to introduce himself to me when I got traded over. Like, it was like four <laughs> days later. Because <laughs> yeah. he you, wasn't playing the other the other four days. Did you he go over once a week? Did he go over scouting reports before he went into the game? Did you have the no, iPad out where you're like I watching video the hitters? Of, I was I threw in the cage. Like I got up there, I ran up into the cage, and I threw come and set sliders, change ups. So I got down there and I was like, hey, you know, I was like, right, can I throw fastballs? How hard can I throw? And Council's like, you're just gonna throw like pitches, just try and throw them down the middle, get outs, get get over this. And I said, well, let me throw like cutters and sliders and curveballs. He goes, no. I was like, can I rear back for one? He goes, no. So I semi reared back for one and got 71. And I was like, you know what? That's a lot. That's fast. That's that's a hard pitch. And he, I almost blew by him. He fouled it off. But it was yeah. uh, it was pretty cool, the pitch. I got the ball and everything. They made a big deal. They let me spin the wheel after the game for uh, pitcher of the game. So – I'm the only guy this year to do that, to spin as a hitter and as a pitcher. So what is that? Like, what is, tell, tell, take us through the spinning the wheel. It's just like a, a little celebration thing. Like player of the game gets it. Pitcher, you get a pitcher of the game, you get a hitter of the game. Then they uh, do rock, paper, scissors for it. And whoever wins that gets a spin. You get like, you can get a free pair of shoes. Um, we had a signed basketball on there. We had like dinner uh, at carnivore. We have a bunch of like a bunch of things like that, like that you can, you win as a player and then um, get to have whatever whatever it is. Like one is uh, we have our strength coach uh, has a big beard, like a huge one, and uh, it was shave his beard for the playoffs and somebody landed on it like a week ago. So he's got to shave his beard. That's Come on. One. He's seriously going to shave it? Yeah. Kratz would have played so much better if there was a spin the wheel. No doubt. Yeah. Like if there's a spin the wheel, like I love playing spin the wheel games just here at the house. We, like, got, who holds we, got, we have a jackpot too. Like it's a hundred dollars. We've hit it like two or three times this year. Yelich was the first person to hit it. So shocker. Rich get richer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay him. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's 20, it's 2,600 bucks. It is, you know, everybody puts in a hundred bucks and then there's like other ones where everybody owes you 20 or we have one that Murph pays uh, the player $20. He hasn't paid yet. Come um, on. <laughs> yeah. He won't pay anybody. You have to pay. Murph, you have to pay your hundred dollars, and you can't talk about Murph not paying his twenty dollars. You got to pay. To, I didn't pay it to Yelly. I paid it to the rest of the people. Yelly's a person. Yelly's got future person. kids. A, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. He's he's a different tax bracket person. So yeah, he is. Oh, so you he were saving him money because you give him a hundred dollars, and he'd have to pay forty of it to taxes. Probably. Yeah. Well, as as. I wasn't there for, but as Ryan Brown would say, he'd say hundred is change. So Yelly said, "I don't take change." That is definitely Brawny's. That is definitely so. Yelly. Yelly can't. Yelly can't make. Yeah, he can't take Brawny's quotes. But who carries this wheel around? Who carries the wheel of what do you call it? Player of the game wheel. Yeah, I don't know what we call it, but uh, a rookie. Um, it depends on who has the least amount of service time at that time. Kind of gets passed down, passed around. Um, but it. Uh, it's been it's been cool. We needed something to start the, at the beginning of the year, and that's what we did. That's awesome, Rowdy. How's uh, Josh Donaldson? He's been good. He's been good. Everybody knows that JD can be a little over the top. That's why and, I, I uh, asked. No, he's he's been good. He has been um, not a very good cribbage player. 
I'll tell you that. He likes to play. He likes to gamble, so I'm all in on him. Um, but he's he's been good. He's been a, a good spark plug. He's been helping us out as you know as young players too, like um, keeping guys like uh, ready, understanding. He's he's a pro. You know, he's been doing it for a long time. He's an MVP. Um, so you just kind of watch him what he does, and um, you know he's he's been nothing like what you expected. But and what I've seen from the young JD, you seem like more of a Budweiser guy. Relax, Bud Light. You scream it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I I don't drink. We've been over this. You don't drink? Uh-uh. I don't drink. I eat Since my sorrows away. Since when? Because you were talking about tequila and, and uh, WBC. WBC, yeah. Yeah, season. I don't drink during the season. That was spring training. It's not the season. You guys are you guys are clinching. The rest the of the games don't season. matter. You're going to get a ton of playing time. Rest of the games. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. I probably will. I'll probably play a lot more. So one time when we clinched with the uh, Yankees, Tommy Canley, we were in Toronto and they had plastic all over the all over the clubhouse floor, and so it catches all the beer. Tommy Canley was doing slip and slide through the beer. Hey, Rowdy, I celebrated with uh, Contreras one time, 2016 Gulf Coast League champions. He was about 17 years old, so, man, that dude can drink some sparkling grape juice like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit older now, so I hope it's not sparkling grape juice, but I'm glad you clinched somewhere. Um, you know. Oh, uh, uh, hey now. Hey now. I got the big one. You don't have that yet. You don't have the I right. Said, I was just saying, I'm glad you clinched somewhere. I'm just didn't say. He was just, he was just building. He was just building you up. Yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah. don't take a golf closely. We rehabbing? Yeah, we're allowed. I, I mean, I was on the fake IL, so he they was on the fake. Oh, that was the phantom day. So they yeah. threw me down to Orlando, where they were, and they're like, "Yeah, go live at home for two weeks." Oh yeah, go play two games. It just so happened the two games I played in were the Gulf Coast League something championship, and I we won and we got to and there and I went to the clubhouse guy. I go, "We celebrating this thing?" And he goes. Well, these kids are all 17 years old. I go, well, let's get some grape juice or something. So they went and bought bottles of sparkling grape juice, and we sprayed it all over the field. Yeah, I assume you didn't pay for that. That was just too much for you. No, actually, so I did, probably but thanks. them go do it. <laughs> you strike me as a guy that buys Outback for spread. No. I would just yeah. – I, I only bought two spreads in my life. One was uh, uh, Joe's Crab because I was in Norfolk, and the other one was uh, Cracker Barrel, the two I've ever bought because you know, I, I I didn't get hurt. Yeah, I've only been on one two rehab assignments too. It's cool. <laughs> you might you might have played for a tad longer, but uh, you know what, dude? You can have your flowers. You can. There you go. You played played for like sixteen years, whatever it was. It was nineteen. Easier, it was nineteen easier back then. But yeah. Oops, hey, you but do. you know I'm what? Proud I'm proud of you because I never pitched. Yeah. I mean, some of us are heroes, and you look up to me, it's fine. You can just say it out loud. I do. You're my hero. <laughs> you know that song, There Goes My Hero? That's you. Thanks, dude. You know what? That means a lot for me. Maybe I'll ask you to sign something so I can put it on my wall. Yeah. You're going to have to paint yeah, it. I no, I only have Hall of Famers on the wall. Uh, or wait in cool. line. Or wait in line. <laughs> There's no line for you. I have Territory fans. If you want to look as cool as Rowdy or as Eric Kratz. Right here, right now. Shady Rays coming at you. My future's so bright, I wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> They're better outside, okay? I recommend them for 
outdoor use. But uh, you can gear up for the season with quality shades built to last. And they have you covered with premium polarized sunglasses that won't break the bank. And if you lose or you break a pair, even on day one, which I have a problem with, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, so you can wear them with confidence. And also they do a lot within the community. There are many reasons why they're teamed up with the foul territory and brew crew territory crew. Yes. And this is how Eric Kratz backs me up, just looking cool next to me. And exclusively for our listeners, you can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code FOUL, F-O-U-L, all caps, for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. It's their best deal of the season. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Kratz, you nailed that. Is Freddie P okay? I heard he was sick the other day. Yeah, he's he's feeling a little bit better. Uh, we had like a little thing sweep through, but um, he's he's doing good. You know, the Miami flu, it's tough when you're staying in that Ritz. <laughs> tough living. Hey, um, Rowdy, have you ever played Immaculate Grid? Have we talked about this? Uh, I, I was on it for a split second when they, we were in uh, playing the Mets because I had it on paper. And I didn't really know that this was a thing. I thought it was a Mets only. And then after those four days, I just never did it again. Wait, they had the Immaculate Grid on paper? Yeah, the Mets would print it off. And then, the you visitors? Would, and then you would write it in? Then you would write yeah, it in on, and you didn't get your percentage or anything? Yeah, so I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, I didn't know that there was a percentage. So, like, I was putting in, like, the most – Then I was doing it. And I was like, dude, this is easy. Like, if you're a baseball <laughs> mind, you can figure this out. I was like, this you is You thought easy. it was like and a then, cross they, – they printed it out like a crossword. You didn't know there was yes. numbers attached to it. There was Sudoku, then there was crossword, then there was Immaculate Grid. And I was <laughs> like – never had to put that in the visiting clubhouse? <laughs> Yeah, and that. I was like, "Oh, dude, this is crazy!" Like reading it all, I'm like, "Oh, I could figure all these out." Like, God. <laughs> then there was, but then the sad part was there was guys on our team, and it's the younger generation of baseball. Yeah, didn't know who players were. Like, couldn't figure out who played for each team. Couldn't like, and I was like, "You guys are brutal." Or like, who had forty plus homers for for a team? And I was like, "Come on, guys, we got it." Like they never it. watched. Like they never watched baseball. Also, they're handing out paper yeah. to to people Gen on their Z. phones. Yeah. Yeah, they probably touch it. They're like, "What is this? What is this? Is this a never seen this?" Right? They're probably like, "Is this what I put my my cup on (laughs) to protect the table? Is this a a table mat? Is this what I put my Stanley on?" (laughs) Yeah, I, me and uh, JD were playing cribbage in Miami, and Sophia, our on-field reporter, she came up. She was like, "Oh, JD, did you learn how to play cribbage while you're playing, or like rowdy, like through?" when he was younger and family and he was like, Oh, we didn't have phones back when I came up, you know, that wasn't really a thing. And, uh, so you had to learn how to play cards and you played in the clubhouse. And I was like, it's a good point. You ask a lot of these guys that do stuff or you look at them, they're just it's straight to the phone. What? What? Text yeah. me about it, Rowdy. What, what's the yeah. one, what's the one piece of trash talk that you put on your first piece of trash talk that you put on JD when you saw him or when you felt comfortable that he wasn't going to beat you up? Um, I wasn't scared of him to start with. You're a little scared of him. I absolutely was not. He walked in the clubhouse. He walked in the clubhouse and walked straight by. And I was like, hey, with a couple other words after that. I was (laughs) like, when you walk in the clubhouse, you introduce yourself to your new teammates. And he goes, everybody knows who I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then I was like, I was like, yeah, hey. And then when, when you see a former teammate, 
you say what's up? And he was like, hey, are you on the seafood diet? And I was like, yeah, good one. Seafood, eat food. Beat you to it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we started, and it's been perfectly fine. Do you think he has a chip on his shoulder because – of coming from the Yankees and the Yankees are not going to be in the playoffs and obviously he didn't play his best at times there, but now he gets to be in the playoffs and maybe be a hero. Um, I think that would be a chip for anybody. I definitely hope it is. I mean, he's a really good player, former MVP. Um, so like if you can have any kind of advantage mentally, that would be huge. And he is playing good baseball for us. He's, he really is. He's having big at-bats, good at-bats. Um, he's great in the clubhouse for everybody. Um, you know, so it's, it's a really good guy to have in the clubhouse, especially when you have another veteran hitter, um, in there, you know, with, with Mark and, and Santana and these guys that are playing really good ball after we acquired him. So it's nice to have stuff like that going on. AJ, I'm glad I went easy on you today. I know you're probably in your fields nowadays getting older and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> but I just want you to know, man, I'm always proud of you. I'm happy for you. Thanks, Roddy. Just don't ever forget how deep I would have taken you if you'd have thrown your slop up there to me. It's fine. It's, it's what you were used to. <laughs> my bat speed. That's my that's bat the, speed. That's the era I he played in. Is that what you're saying? AJ played. AJ played when guys were just throwing cutter cutters and sinkers. Is that Down is that what cutters. you're saying? I mean, eighty-eight yeah. sinker slider. Every guy. I mean, what do you want? Down yeah, and away. It. Shoot him to left. Yeah, steroids through dumpy cutters. Yeah, yeah, he said Babe Ruth through dumpy cutters. He did, and then he and then he crushed a couple dogs, threw down some brews, and called it a day. And he was the best player ever for well, a long time. AJ was well, facing guys that were garbage men in the off season. <laughs> Have fun on that division crown. Uh, yep. I'll talk to you after that. Dude. Enjoy your Cy Young Award. Thanks, man. At least I got a vote for one. Okay, so clearly, Kratz, we have a controversy. Rowdy Telez and Josh Donaldson hate each other. Donaldson comes into the clubhouse, and everyone hates him, and Yankee Nation was freaking out. But there is some bitterness about how his tenure went in New York, and I guess that carried over to Milwaukee. I've actually spoken to a few people around the game since, and they said, hey, <laughs> like one person gave me a real good answer. He was like, Donaldson in the past sometimes was a pain in the ass. He has totally mellowed out. And they were like, last couple teams he's been with, they were like, they really like him. So they're like, fuck off. And obviously him and Rowdy like to talk trash. And then they danced and partied and acted like they've known each other, almost like stepbrother status. It's like uh, the two stepbrothers on the Milwaukee Brewers. Did you feel that? Oh, totally felt that. And like, this is the glimpse. This is what this show brings, a glimpse into the clubhouse, okay? So when you get a glimpse in the clubhouse, don't bring your narrative in there like, oh, yeah, Josh Donaldson, he's a jerk. He said everybody needs to know who I am already. Stop. It was Rowdy busting balls, JD busting them right back, and they play, you know, they play cribbage together. They play games together in the clubhouse. Like, stop with that and take it from me, somebody who's played for the Brewers and the Yankees, People don't hate Josh Donaldson. I have asked guys from both sides, and they do not hate Josh Donaldson. That is not a thing. The reason Yankee fans are mad is because Josh Donaldson's hit a couple dingers since he's been to the Brewers. Oh, and they're going to the playoffs. So, yeah, pump the brakes on that. Also, be mad at your GM for making that trade, if anything. <laughs> it was a bad trade. Didn't work out for them. It wasn't as bad, but we won't discuss Yankee things on Brew Crew because that's true. I think I think there's still value with JD, and I think the value in the glove actually showed more value last year 
than Gio Urshela, who they traded over to the Twins in the original trade. But again, there's some value there for the Brewers. You know, for the Yankees, they didn't get much out of it. All right, Kratz. So this is where things get interesting. The Brewers play the Cubs to end the season. They can end their season, but the Cubs are kind of crumbling here at the end of the year, and Marlins still playing decent ball. Would you rather play the Cubs or the Marlins? I would rather play the Cubs. I feel confident in that right now. If I'm Milwaukee, I would rather play the Cubs. I feel like they match up better against them. No? I mean, I know the Cubs have a good offense, but I think the run prevention works there. Cubs bullpen is just crumbling there is the crux of being an ex-brewer. I would lose all of – somebody would come to my house and steal all of my brewer's gear if I said, yeah, I'd like to see the Cubs in the playoffs. Said no brewer fan ever. So <laughs> it is not a catch-22. It is the next three – the last three games of the season, it's time to eliminate the Cubs. You don't – yes, I get it. If you want an easier game – in the playoffs, you don't want to see the Cubs. I mean, you want to see the Cubs eliminate the Cubs again, just like we've done the last few years, circa 2018, in the game 163, celebrating their clubhouse, beat it, Cubs. And I want to see the Marlins. I want to see the Marlins. I don't want to see the Diamondbacks. If somebody gets in, I want to see the Marlins. If it's the Diamondbacks, that pitching staff, the first two, Kind of rival the Brew Crew, top two. And you got to get through this first round with little amount of games as possible. You want to win the first two games so that you can go into the next series with Freddie P on the mound, game one, which for most teams, that's an ace. Good luck to the Brew Crew. We will see them in the postseason hosting a home wildcard series, and we'll see you next week for the playoff edition of Brew Crew Territory.